Welcome to the Same Side Selling Podcast. I am your host, Ian Altman. On this episode, I want to talk about customer experience. And I'm going to cover the bad and the remarkably amazing in this episode. My wife and I just celebrated our 25th anniversary, which just shows that some people namely my wife, have more patience than anyone could possibly imagine because she's putting up with me. And during our trip, we uh, we were very fortunate to take a trip to Italy for a couple of weeks and worked with a number of different professionals, some of which did an amazing job, some of which not so much. Now, for those of you who may know me, you might know that my wife specializes in teaching about different dietary sensitivities partly because she's had to deal with these for many years. Namely, she can't do gluten, can't do dairy. And so as part of planning this trip, we reached out to a travel professional, hired professionals, and I'm not going to name the people who didn't do a great job. I am going to name the people who did an amazing job, but the people who failed, we'll just let them wallow in anonymity. And the people who did great, we're going to make sure that we give them extra credit. I just think it's kind of a fair thing to do. Recognize that when something doesn't go well, it actually can present an opportunity to deliver an amazing experience. Namely, sometimes when you make a recovery, it actually creates a better experience than if everything had just gone kind of as expected from the beginning. So when things don't go right with your customers, don't fret. You can actually recover and sometimes make it an even better experience. Now, when those mistakes happen during our trip, that didn't necessarily happen, but everything that happened that was negative was kind of a first world problem. So not something that was devastating and ruined our lives forever. No one died. No one got terribly sick. It's just they didn't handle things well. And so the funny part was that as we raised these issues, the professionals could have responded in a number of different ways. And I would argue that maybe they didn't pick the best way to respond. So namely, when we were planning this trip and we spent a couple of weeks in Italy, I said, look, here are the most important things. My wife has these dietary restrictions. She can't eat gluten, can't eat dairy. She also doesn't eat pork or shellfish, but that's not an allergy. And so we just want to make sure that when you plan things that include food, you don't need to worry about restaurants. We'll figure that out. But if there's an event where food is included, we just want to make sure that's taken care of. And we want to make sure that we do a cooking class. Since my wife, Deborah teaches cooking, we said, look, we want it to be an advanced cooking class. And of course, same dietary restrictions. So naturally, the first event they planned None of the dietary restrictions were handled. In fact, everything we got presented actually had all of the dietary issues. So everything presented had gluten, dairy, and pork. And we're like, okay, they didn't get the message. Not the end of the world. We'll let them know. The next day, we had the cooking class. The cooking class, instead of being an advanced cooking class, was a home cook who probably wouldn't be able to make it through one of Deborah's cooking classes and complete the class who was cooking like boxed pasta with canned tomatoes. And this is in Italy. And of course, every single dish had gluten, dairy, and pork in it. And we're like, okay, this didn't really work well, folks. And of course, when we contacted them, their response was fascinating. And it's something that you can learn from. Their response was, well, we did everything right. So the last thing you want to tell your customer when things didn't go right in their viewpoint is that you did everything right. And I said, well, what do you mean 
you did everything right. And they said, well, we passed along this information, but somebody else didn't do their job. The reality is that if you contract out to somebody else, that's your responsibility to follow through on the execution. See, if you just share the information and don't actually execute it, then it doesn't matter if you share the information. You don't get credit for putting forth a little bit of effort and not following through. Execution is everything in this situation. And the funny part was after several mishaps, they said, oh, well, please be our guest for dinner at this restaurant in Florence. I was kind of reluctant. Deborah said, well, just they're trying to make it right. Let's just go to the dinner. So we go to this dinner and the staff was amazing and dinner was fantastic. And we get ready to leave. And they said, the, the restaurant says, well, you need to pay for your dinner because the people who were trying to extend this gesture didn't complete the execution and didn't actually pick up dinner. So it took about 15 minutes of back and forth for them to cover it. Meantime, I'm like, look, let me just pay for dinner. The point in all this is not that these things happen. It's just you always have a choice. And the funny part was after all these interactions, the travel people said, well, we have other people traveling and they're not having any issues. And I said, well, it must be us then. So if you say that, you're probably writing off the fact these people are never going to work with you again. If you want to get top results for your team, take a look at the Same Side Selling Academy. Just visit samesideselling.com to learn more. Now, what could they have done? They could have said, oh, we're sorry this happened. Here's what we've done to cross the T's, dot the I's, make sure it's done. Here's the extra step we're going. Here's additional things we're doing to make sure that not only do we recover from these mistakes, but we do things above and beyond. And unfortunately, they didn't hit that. Now, let me share with you the things that I thought were extraordinary on our trip. Things that specifically, I don't want to cover the things that cost people money. So, if somebody sent up, if, if they said, oh, it's your anniversary, we sent a bottle of Prosecco or champagne to you, that's nice, but that costs money. I want to focus on the things that didn't cost money and give you insight into how you can stand out with your clients. The first one was that at the restaurant in, rather the hotel in Florence, it's a hotel called the Cena Via Medici. And the chief concierge is a gentleman named Paolo. And we had communicated with Paulo in advance. And between the communication with him and the general manager, Fernando Pane, between the two of them, I said to, I said to my wife, I said, look, we were only going to stay there a few nights. We're going to extend our stay and stay there for a week. I just have a feeling the service is going to be amazing. We did. And fortunately, it worked out great. And yes, they upgraded our room and did some nice things for us. But here are the things that really stood out. Number one is when we arrived... Not only were we greeted by Paolo, who recognized us, but then the general manager came out and said, oh, we want to welcome you. And it was almost like being invited into someone's home. So once again, it didn't cost money. They just did this. And then Paolo, who had taken charge of various reservations for us, Paolo said, look, and here's my WhatsApp number. This way, while you're in town, if there's anything you need, let us know and we can take care of it. And it was interesting because at one point in Florence, we were going to a museum and it turns out our niece, who was traveling all throughout Europe, was going to be in Florence. And we reached out to the travel people and said, hey, can we get an additional ticket to this museum for this date and time? And they said, no, it's impossible. We can't get it. They're, they're not available. And of course, then we texted Paolo. And 90 seconds later, Paolo responded, done. And every time we saw him and his staff, they would just light up with positivity. 
And just, you always felt like if they, if you asked them to do anything, everything would be handled perfectly. It's a Marriott autograph collection property. It's in Florence. If we went back to Florence, there's no place else we would stay. It was just absolutely the level of care and attention to detail was remarkable. If you asked a question about something, it was already done before you had even finished asking. It was remarkable. We went to dinner one night at a restaurant that they had recommended, and about two weeks prior is when we made these reservations. And I had mentioned, of course, at the time, the dietary restrictions that Deborah has. And I forgot to mention anything. We get to the restaurant, and the owner, it's a place called Chiro and Sons. It's like a, it's like classic Italian pizza, pasta, and higher-end dining. So it's kind of like a high-end pizza place, if you will. And because they also do steak Florentine and things like that, the owner, Giuseppe, comes over and says, I understand you've got a gluten and dairy dietary issue. Is it celiac or is it just sensitivity? And I asked all these great questions. So we felt perfectly comfortable with everything. Once again, it didn't cost him anything. He just came over and addressed these issues, which, mean, which means that the concierge had communicated this information very effectively, and the owner of this restaurant was not only aware, but responsive to it, even though it had been weeks and we forgot to mention it more recently, communication went through loud and clear to the point that we had said we're not going to eat at the same place more than once in Italy because there's so many great places. We went back to Chiro and Sons again because when our niece came into town, we said, you got to try this place. It was amazing. Best pizza we'd ever had. The last story I'll give you is, and, and there were so many great ones. There was another hotel we stayed at in Venice called Cadadio. And the amazing thing that they do is when you show up to check in, you come to the lobby and there are people at the desk. And as soon as you come in, they say, oh, right this way. And they ask you to sit down on the sofas. There's this beautiful Murano glass sculpture all over the place. And they bring a tablet and they sit down, get you a drink, and you check in while you're sitting on sitting on sofas, having a drink instead of just sitting at a counter. And as simple as that sounds, it was an amazing touch. The one that actually stood out at least as much as these was when we went to London. So we were going to a wedding. We went to the Marriott Regents Park, which is not necessarily the most glamorous hotel in London. In fact, far from it. But I mentioned to them, I said, hey, we're coming. It's our 25th anniversary. Oftentimes when I travel alone is when I get these great rooms. And when I travel with my wife is usually when I have a room that's overlooking a dumpster. If you can look out for us, that would be great. And yes, I've got status with Marriott. But when we arrived, I saw everyone kind of hustling around. And once I mentioned our name and I'm thinking, what's going on? And they said, just a minute. We just want to make sure everything's set for your room. We get up to our room and there are balloons in the room with like silver glitter because 25th anniversary is a silver anniversary. They had written a note on the full-length mirror that was like a poem talking about marriage and love and this and that, which was lovely. And yeah, they had Prosecco, but they also had greeting cards that were signed by every person on the staff. And I thought about it, and it's like, you know what? This made such a huge impression, but what did it really cost them? It didn't cost much. What it cost them was attention to detail. And they took the time to actually make sure that they recognized somebody for something that they felt was worth mentioning. And so it was one of those things where it just like warmed our heart that they did these things. So it's not like you have to do anything extraordinary. It's just the attention to detail. It's showing people that you care. It's that notion of 
Here's my number in case you need anything. It's anticipating your needs. It's follow through and execution that makes a difference. And the magical thing is that if anybody who had made a mistake along the way had recovered and done something to compensate for that, you would have said, wow, that was amazing. That was incredible. They did this. And so since we came back from our trip, I've been taking time to write and post reviews of all these amazing experiences. And it's interesting because the travel people that messed up probably aren't even conscious of the fact that Deborah has a community of thousands of members who were saying, would love to know who we can rely on if we have these dietary restrictions or allergies. And of course, we can't refer them to these people because they didn't do a great job. And when they messed up, they actually made it worse. So just take that time to give that extra bit of attention, that extra bit of follow through, and you can create a remarkable experience for your customers. It doesn't necessarily cost money. It just requires you to focus time and attention. And that is something that you got plenty of. See you next week on the Same Side Selling Podcast.